You know, one of my favorite stories, you know, in the Bible is, is the, the story where there's a great big storm and, and, and the Jesus in the boat. Yep. And I don't know how scared the disciples were, but they, they said they were basically scared to death. Yeah. They, they thought they were going to die. And Jesus was that sleeping. That is pretty scared. And Jesus is taking a nap. Yep. We've been on some bad boat things where storm kicked in and oh, you're like. I thought I was going to die. We're on a boat one time and we saw the captain hang off the side holding onto a railing. We're on a fishing trip in the in the. Is Gulf. either going to die or be Gilligan. And it's like, oh, we didn't have a lot of peace in that storm. No. <laughs> it was like, it was like, okay. Jesus was taking a nap. Sometimes you can't predict the storms around, but you can have a peace inside of it. We got a guy here who wrote a book on it called Thriving, not just taking a nap, but Thriving in the Economic Tsunami. And uh, he, he goes by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott, and he's with us today. Yay! You have my book. That's yeah. awesome. It's it's still like uh the ink is still like wet. It's brand new. This is like fresh and, and hot. I know. That is awesome. I, 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 had, I was hoping we'd get like a free copy from you or something. I had to buy this on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's the thing when you deal with economic analysts, like they, they're like, like, like Dave Ramsey, like little penny pinchers. They're like, yeah. you know, looking at the spreadsheet. It's not giving, no, there's no, no, there's no free books. <laughs> yeah. The only free cheese is in the mousetrap, baby. You got to buy your own book. I'll, I'll send you some free books and then you can, you can give that. Uh, that's all right. I already got, I already got my own book. So it doesn't uh, we'll, matter. We'll, we'll, we'll give it to some flyover family. They would love it. I don't need your handouts. You know, so I love your little story at the beginning because I went, deep sea fishing in the sea of Cortez once down, down in Mexico with, with Joe. And, and so we were, we were out there and the farther out we got, the bigger the waves were. Well, this was like a 12 foot, like robo with like a little 25 horsepower. <laughs> <Mercedes. Wow. laughs> and, and in Mexico, the insurance laws aren't quite the same as they are here. It's like, there's no life jackets on this. Boat. Oh like, no. Like a little boat. And the waves are like 10 feet tall. And like <laughs> over the top of them. It's like, oh my word, we are going to die. And everything I knew about the Sea of Cortez is when you look down into the depths where it's dark, there's hammerhead sharks down there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on the side, it's like, okay, those are weird. But anyways, I, I understand that feeling that the disciples had because it's like, yeah. yeah, small little dinky boat, little horsepower engine, and these waves are massive and you can't see over the top of the crest of them. Um, but we made it back, right? Yeah. Amen. But, but it would we have been hard. We were deep sea fishing hard. too. That was our yeah. only experience. I've only been once. Everyone went back. It's fine. <laughs> I can just buy my fish at the grocery store. Exactly. But, uh, you know, uh, you probably weren't able to take a nap in that moment. No. You know, Jesus no. had that kind of peace because he had a great source. Now, when it comes to economics, you know, uh, Biden's not our source. Nope. You know, we don't look at these places. It takes sound wisdom and there is a way, and we've been talking about this for two years. This has been coming for a long time. We're having Kevin Freeman on this week. He's been sounding the alarm bell on these same issues mm -hmm. since 2012 of, hey, this is coming. And, uh, you know, and, and it is, but you can have peace inside and of that. Thrive. And thrive. But, but you got to know what you're doing as well. Mm -hmm. You know, ignorance isn't bliss. Ignorance is destruction. And you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing. And... And, you know, the people that call me every single day, phones ringing off the hook and it's intensifying, they're just mm -hmm. as scared as the disciples, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're afraid they're going to lose their retirement. They're afraid they're going to lose everything they've worked their whole life to accumulate because of stupid government policies that neither mm -hmm. um, one of us can control, right? But, yep. but what are some of those policies and why should they not have fear, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the goal of these shows is to... Yeah, we'll talk about the news. Don't kill the messenger. It's bad. 
Right. I mean, it's, it's truly it's not good sounding, but the solution is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Which is if, if people are ever like not watch this whole episode, it's like and all they talk about is the fuel. Like, no, there's always a solution at the end. There's always a solution. Just got to watch until the end. You yeah. have always, you have the hack to beat this. You do. We we do have the hack. So so I saw this article over the weekend um, as as I was just with family in in Arizona. You know, had thirty five family members there. It was like <laughs> ultimate chaos, not like market <laughs> chaos. Okay. But it was amazing. It was amazing. I always love spending time with family. But but I was reading this article. Uh, it was in Zero Hedge, and it talked about a role reversal collapse of the dollar. Mm. Right. So, so what is this role reversal? So you go back in time when the this, the Russia used to be the USSR, right? It had all these different satellite states, like like Georgia and Ukraine and. Lithuania, whatever, right? They were all part of the USSR and they dismantled, right? And so now you just got Russia and all these other little countries. Mm -hmm. Well, during that time, it was economic collapse and mayhem for them because they lost all of this land, all the agriculture, all the energy, everything that they had with these satellite nations, it's gone, right? So went in complete disarray. But during that time, they've been building something. They've been building towards something and we're seeing that now manifest itself out with the BRICS nations, right? The Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and then the 20 plus nations that are coming into the BRICS nations. And what are they doing? So, so the U.S. has been the world's reserve currency for a long time. Go back to the Bretton Woods Act of the 1940s and then the, added to that the petrodollar mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. 1970s, basically keeping them at bay, keeping Russia down keeping the rest of the world down while the U.S. was actually just just exploding in power, impact, influence, prosperity, everything, right? So, but now the goal of this article was to say there's times changed. World reserve currencies never last. Right. They, 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 they don't. And there's a fundamental reason why. And that is when we have to fund all international settlements of oil and everything else, you have to print more dollars than what you need domestically. So the, we have to. It's like it just needs to be done. But over time, people forget that that was the case. And they start looking it's like, hey, America, you printed mm-hmm. way too much. Insurance. You're flooding the markets with it. You're treating it like monopoly money. And we should say, well, we have to because we have to fund all these international settlements. It's like, well. No, you don't have to, because we're going to find a new reserve currency, find someone who hasn't squandered their time in the sun and, and amassed trillions of dollars worth of debt, tens of trillions of dollars worth of debt. This happens all the time. You go up back throughout history, the average length of a reserve currency is in the 80 to 100 year range, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we're 80 plus years into this experiment. We're pushing the edge of the envelope. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you need another reserve currency that actually can um, mimic the military superpower status, the economic superpower status, the political superpower status. You need all of those to be a world reserve currency. Well, China doesn't have it in and of themselves. Neither does Russia. But together with all these countries, they really do. I mean, the, I hate to say it, but but they do. Well, so, just that just that basic core of of BRICS. You know, uh, Brazil, Russia, India. 
China, South Africa, just that initial mm-hmm. core, not the 14 that they've grown to now or whatever, just that initial batch, that's 41% of the world's population. Oh, it's, it's absolutely. That, that, that means 41% mm-hmm. of, the, of the world that eat, that buy TVs, mm-hmm. that do things that, you know, are consumers and are doing things. Yeah. That means they're trading dollars for things every day. 41% of those exchanges are, are just now won't. Mm-hmm. Right. They are. And so, so you, you and I were talking earlier and, and you showed me uh, an, another article that, that came out this weekend about President Macron in France, right? Our, one of our, like, I, I would say, you know, part of G7 Nation, part of the, our, our friends, our allies in mm-hmm. Europe, right? Mm-hmm. So what are they saying? They, Macron said Europe should reduce dependence on U.S. dollars after meeting with China's President Xi. Like, well, like, like, well, you know, they jumped out at me on that. Once that becomes public, it's kind of like if you ever had like, like a couple that look like their marriage is great and you see them at church every mm-hmm. weekend and things are good. And it's like, they kind of keep it up, keep it up. And then one, once it starts, it starts, it starts, it starts slipping out like, mm-hmm. oh, they're having problems. Oh, he's staying somewhere else. All, all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's real fast. Yep. And then a bunch of toxicity comes out of like, oh, ah, this has been going on for four years. And mm-hmm. I, you know, but like, but like that image can kind of stay uh, good right until it doesn't and that mm-hmm. falls quick and then it's very public and when when you see that the 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 it word the mm-hmm. word leaked out when you got a guy like Macron who they've been buddies with us since we helped rebuild them after World War II and then and now he's openly sitting with China he's openly talking in public of like mm-hmm. hey we need to move away from these guys that, that that once those once that that image cracks it's very quick mm-hmm. It's it's really quick, and people are are viewing everything that's happening right now. This everything's happening at a supernatural clip. It's not. We're just seeing the the manifestations mm-hmm. of everything that's been going on for decades. Yeah, it just now happens to be coming to fruition, right? It's like it's like the 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 bamboo tree or whatever, right? It's like it takes forever for those roots to grow deep, and then all of a sudden it shoots up. Like I, I don't know how how tall, like. 90 feet in, in a year or something crazy, whatever mm-hmm. those numbers are. Right. But it's like this, that it took a long time for those roots to grow deep before you could even see the little sproutlet of a leaf come out of the, come out of the ground. Right. And then mm-hmm. it just explodes. Same thing here. This is not an overnight sensation that the BRICS nations are starting to take over. It's been decades of the U S printing more money than what they need. It's been decades of Russia working behind the scenes, getting out of U.S. treasuries. That's what they've been doing. Um, and what they've been doing with those proceeds, buying gold, right? They've been buying mountains of gold. So has China, so has Kazakhstan, so has Uzbekistan, so has United Arab Emirates. So are all these nations that are going into the BRICS nations. They've been buying gold like there's no tomorrow. But really, it this isn't like something where, oh, yeah, on on – uh, April 6th, all of this started to happen. No, it didn't. I mean, it looks like it did, right. yep. but it didn't. This has been going on for a while. We just happen to be the generation that's alive mm-hmm. while all of this plays out and manifests itself. But, but a lot of this has been happening since I was just a little kid, right? And now we're actually seeing it play itself out. Well, mm. here's what we need to do about that. It's like, why is the BRICS nation, once you understand the why, then you can be in the right place at the right time. Yep. So why are the BRICS nations backing their currency with gold? Because they know that politically they have to set themselves apart. Mm-hmm. They, if, 
you're going to kick the U.S. dollar, you know, out of world reserve currency status, well, then you better have something that looks more attractive. Mm -hmm. What would be more attractive? Having the same kind of reserve currency system, but backing it with gold, right? Because 90% of the central bank digital currencies around the globe are going to be there within the next probably 24 months. These central banks are going to central bank digital currency. What's going to make the BRICS ones better? Well, I wouldn't say better is a good choice of words. What's going to make them attract more people into their system where Mm -hmm. they can, with command control, fascist type policies, cut them off from buying or selling whenever they want, dangle that gold carrot out there saying, Mm -hmm. look at what we're doing. We want, we are fighting and pushing and gaining momentum to be the world's reserve currency because that's not just some small change. That's a change of the global financial system as we know it from the West to the East. And there's this big giant sucking sound of a vacuum of money leaving London and New York, you know, in our financial system and going East to Shanghai and, and being dominated by the BRICS nations. This is the world that we live in right now. And when that happens, we will have more inflation here because there's going to be less demand for a dollar. Yep. But yet our expenses aren't going down as a country. We have to continue to print to fund everything. But policymakers yep. right now are slow to understand this, this fact. They, they, they don't cut expenses. They keep expenses the same. They just try to create more money out of thin air. This is the problem that we're in. Because when when a nation goes into dependency status where the citizens are dependent on the government for money, you can't take that away without a a revolt and without upheaval. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't want that on their watch. No politician ever wants that on their watch. So therefore, they keep keep, keep kicking the can down the road. Now, the rise of the BRICS nations has got policymakers just really in a pickle. It's like, man, this isn't happening Mm -hmm. at this time. (laughs) When inflation has run its course... Now we have to raise rates to slow down that inflation. All at the same time, demand for the dollar is going away. Of course it is. The BRICS nations are smart. They're playing economic warfare at its finest. And they know that they can kick us while we're down, strip away more demand. So we have to print more money just to break even every month. This is what's happening in in its most elemental terms. How long can they kick the can? I mean, at what point can they stop kicking the can? What what happens uh, when they're like, okay, I can't kick the can any longer. Well, things change seemingly overnight. Yeah. Right? Like, It'll be like, wow, that happened in a day. But it just, it just is sort of happened. It's like, but when that happens, when there is not enough foreign demand for our currency, we actually start to spiral into a hyperinflationary spiral, just like Venezuela did, just like Argentina did, just like Cyprus did, just like Greece did, just like Zimbabwe did. I mean, all of these happened because mm-hmm. it's math, right? It's it's fundamental. It's it's you can't continue to print money and expect the same things to happen when your currency is devaluing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, so it's, it, it's it's ultimately just a confidence game. You know, yeah. it's like it's almost like a tough guy in a prison or somebody. Nobody messes with him because he has this reputation. Mm-hmm. But if somebody tripped him and he fell, or they put a kick me sign on the back or something, mm-hmm. and he couldn't defend him, like all of a sudden that guy's going to get munched up. It's that mm-hmm. confidence game of like, nobody's going to mess with this guy because he looks like the toughest one. And that's, that's been us. They saw our COVID response, which is to print trillions. And and they're all holding these dollars that get, 
that are worth less every time we do it. It shocked me this weekend to see Mark Meadows, who kind of campaigned on no more just blank checks to Ukraine. That's over. But he held a press conference over the weekend or maybe it was Friday saying, uh, um, hey, we're going to defend Taiwan. And we're going to do whatever it takes to supply them with the weapons necessary to protect themselves from China. Now, in China, a Ukraine type, in a very Ukraine type way, he even said, "In a Ukraine like model, we're going to defend Taiwan." Okay, so basically, he's just saying, "Let's go ahead and print a hundred billion dollars and send it in weapons to Taiwan." Well, where does that hundred billion dollars come from? It's just printing more money. So every indicator we're giving the world is it's just going to get worse because mm-hmm. we're just going to, we're going to, it's like a family that's just like, Hey, any problem we got, I'll put it on a credit card. You know, we're not going to reduce spending. We're not going to get a second job. We're not going to do anything. And it just gets worse, which, which only matters when there's, there's $38 trillion being held outside the United States in U S dollars. Yeah. Well, they, they don't, they don't want to hold those dollars anymore. Mm-hmm. No, they, they don't. But this is where there's, there's amazing hope in this Woo. mess. All right, right, bring it on. So this morning, my my wife Joe shared with me this this verse from from Nehemiah and Nehemiah thirteen two. It, it, here's here's the quote. It says, "Because they did not meet the Israelites with bread and water, but hired Balaam against them to curse them. Yet our God turned the curse into a blessing." Yes. Right? We're not talking about Israel here. We're not talking about America here. We're talking about believers. Right. We're saying mm-hmm. okay. These things people are looking at as a curse to their finances, a curse to their retirement, the fact that the BRICS nations are rising up. It's like there's solutions and and there's there's things here where where God will turn a curse into a blessing. Yeah. Right. This is where when we allocate wisely into these markets and understand the trends that we're seeing, that the what what the enemy, what the world views as a curse against us and against believers. Um, God will turn that into a blessing. He always does because he's an amazing God, right? So, mm-hmm. so take these economic trends, this this lack of um, demand for U.S. dollars, which, you know what? It's not going to just go away. It mm-hmm. will intensify, but yet that means the blessing will intensify as well. Amen. And that's what you need to focus on. David, you started. Don't focus on the storm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the Sea of Galilee, focus on the solution. Never focus on the storm because you'll be stricken with fear. You'll be, you'll be, you know, <laughs> uh, mental anguish, mm-hmm. right? It, it cause all kinds of bad things to happen in your brain and your heart, right? So focus on the miracle of the solution. And that's what we do. And that's what we bring to people because over this time when things are eroding, silver is booming, Woo! right? It's like, it's it's up seventeen percent in the last couple of weeks. It's up thirty eight percent in the last six months. It's up since Biden took office. It's like up seventy five percent. Gold's up thirty five percent. All while other markets are declining. It's like and don't come back and yell at me when the viewers of of these shows when I say these numbers because they'll say oh but I got into wow. silver twenty six and it and it's now at twenty five. It's like yeah. You're going to have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, right? But look at the trend. The -hmm. trend is up 17% during this time. The trend is up 38% over the last six months. The trend is up 75% over the last three years. But in that time, you're going to have higher points and lower points, but it's moving up, right? Mm -hmm. And so as time moves on, we're going to get to a point where even the president of HSBC, one of the 10 largest banks in the world, thinks that silver is going to hit $100 an ounce over the next 12 months 
because of supply chain disruptions, yeah. low low inventory, high demand. Mm. So we just take advantage of these trends. Economists that are big, that have that are in charge of some of the largest banks in the world, are now looking at this as a viable solution and something that's going to grow. We just get to take mm-hmm. advantage of that. And that's where our hope in this darkening world is. Man, and that's, that's huge. Moved. You know, you might be watching this and thinking, oh man, maybe it's too late. It's at 24. You know, I saw I saw the show and it was at 18 and I didn't do anything. It's not too late because again, you got to look at the trajectory. Where is it going? And, uh, you know, every month we had just been yeah. diligently, all right, we're, no matter where it is at that I don't, time, I don't if it's care. at $18, $26, it doesn't we matter. We bought it at all of those investing. numbers. Yeah, exactly. And just continuing to invest and know that we are doing the right thing. And Dr. Kirk, we are so thankful yeah. for your team and everything that you guys are doing. All the time that you're putting in, you've hired more people to be able to help um, as patriots are calling in, as people are calling in saying, I need help. When you go to flyovergold.com, it's a landing page. It's a place that you can learn more information, but also you can put in your information and then someone from Dr. Kirk's team will set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money, so there's no reason not to do it. So put in your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will schedule time to set up that free consultation to get your questions answered, find out how they can help you, or you can also call 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time and everything that you're doing to help to save us during this time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. <laughs>